Boy, Norman just kept whipping us and whipping us the other day, huh? I don't think I can get any better, though. That ain't the way I see it. Oh, yeah? Well, hit me up. Well, for one, you missed a very important meeting. Not to mention our last few sessions, I'm not even gonna count the rehearsals. It's probably because of all this crap you keep shoving up your nose. Well, maybe I don't need as much rehearsal as some other folks. David, this can't go on. But you got the same dude. That's right, Otis. Whatever you say, Otis. Welcome back to the MVP Podcast. We discuss sports, music, pop culture, and stuff that you may or may not care about. On this show, Rodney and myself will do our usual shout-outs and then give our initial reactions to the various trades and free agent signings that have gone down in the NBA offseason thus far. Who are the winners and who are the losers? And whose championship window is closing and whose is opening? Then we'll predict what will eventually happen with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. And then we'll debate who had the better career, Tracy McGrady or Reggie Miller. Then we'll get into some of the dishes that we've been cooking up in our own personal kitchens during the COVID lockdown and also give out our weekly awards. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. Live, we back. All right, we back. We back. What it do, baby? <laughs> the Clippers didn't do nothing, baby. <laughs> what is up? What is up? It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a podcast of steps and a new computer to vibe yes. to. <laughs> yeah, man. And I had to upgrade, man. I couldn't take it no more, man. Man, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. My my hardware is okay, man. But had to, I definitely had to upgrade that that internet service. I switched over to Xfinity from AT and T because AT and T sucks. It always sucks. Yep. And it's like I'm just doing too much on Zoom now, man. With the meetings and and service, it's like I can't keep getting kicked out and kicked off. And Funny how like, Zoom can change things. <laughs> You see what you said? Funny how COVID can change things. Funny how COVID can change things. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully soon it's, it's hopefully hopefully as soon as uh funny how vaccines can change things. Exactly. <laughs> hey man, real quick, real quick. I just wanna uh before we get into our shout outs, man. Hey man, COVID's hitting Burbank con- our our congregation hard, bro. We had already got like five people that had COVID within the last three weeks, man. Five? Oh, man, y'all need to get your numbers up. We had like 15. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was a race, but hey, hey, uh, f- hey, we, we got we to gotta step our game up, man. We got to stop washing our hands. We got to stop sanitizing. <laughs> we got to stop wearing masks. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell, I'm going to have to do a local needs, man. Oh man! <laughs> Y'all better catch up. Y'all better catch up with kids at the park. 
and keep up with the kids apart charity you know COVID out here snatching up souls it's in these streets man snatching up snatching up folks it's out here folks ain't taking it serious that reminds me that reminds me of my shout out man go ahead shout get out to it shout out to all the friends out there who are gonna be sneaking over their relative homes this week for Thanksgiving dinner who gonna catch COVID shout out to all them y'all don't think we know but we we see y'all out there. We see the Facebook posts and the Instagram posts. Y'all be sneaking over y'all worldly families' homes to celebrate the holidays. Something about, oh, well, you know, your family, you know, that's when they get together, you know. So I'm not I'm not really celebrating it. So shout out to all you soon to be sick people. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It, it's it, these, these friends, man. They... We had this one sister. Um, we had this one sister. She she drove to. Um... <laughs> Folks be telling me I be getting too specific with my shout out. <laughs> my story. <laughs> they telling you to tone it down, Ian. Yeah, they telling me to tone it down, man. I was like, you know what? I I, I would be the one between the two of us. I would be the one to get us canceled. <laughs> <laughs> man, this one sister, man back in july man she she drove to florida when everything was like really jumping off with covid in florida she drove to florida to to go to a birthday party with her relatives and uh we was just kind of like man hope you don't catch catch that rona you know that was that was not a wise thing to do but you know right folks folks out here man they 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 in their ways, man. They set in their ways. They, they, you know, a lot of people think that when the end comes, they'll be able to just get it together. You know what I mean? And if COVID has taught us anything, it's taught us that, you know, whenever it goes down, you know, you, you're going to be doing what you've been doing the whole time when it goes yeah. down. So, you know, people think that, that they could kind of, oh, if I time this right, okay, when they say peace and security, then I'm going to go back. I'm going to run back. You know, and it's like, nah, it's not going to work that way. Right, you know, hey, it's gonna catch. It's gonna come like a thief in the night, you know. But but shout out to them people, man. And shout out, shout out to um, man. What have happened to Willie Wilson, man? Did he ever get over the Rona? You know what? I'm 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 glad you mentioned that. I don't know. Yeah, man. Shout out to Willie Wilson. He was running for U.S. Senate. I don't think he won. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think he's being too good in the debates, but. Shout out to Willie Wilson and shout out to all those brothers who think taking out the field service group is their opportunity to give a 15 minute talk. <laughs> well, man, bro, dude, you took the shout out right out of my mouth. <laughs> man, dude, I, I've been trying to, uh, while I, you know, I work, you know, eight to five, so it's like I, I can't be in for the means for service, but sometimes if I have a spare moment, I, I'll, I'll try to log in just to see how it's going with the group, man. And man, I, I've been appalled at some stuff I've seen. <laughs> like, dude, like you don't have to. And then don't and and at, while they at it, don't allow the friends to comment at all. Dude, what is up with that? I had to tell this one brother. I'm like, dude, the friends didn't log in here. You talk. They, they log in to get for the exchange of encouragement and the, and to express their thoughts and share what's been working for them in the ministry. Right. You 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 give it up for experiences. Has anyone had any positive experiences? 
you can have a whole meet not just on that. Right. These sisters be out here doing it, doing the thing. And, and, and they out there giving out, you know, preaching a sermon, man. And y'all brother, just doing man. telephone witnessing and letter writing. Like, why do you need to give a a, a forty five minute part on telephone witnessing and letter writing? I know, I know. And not, and like you said, not calling on on the friends. This one brother, man, he talked for a good fifteen minutes, and he he touched on three different subjects. And it's like, right. dude, the friends ain't gonna be able to remember all this. He he, <clears throat> he looked up, he looked up like four or five scriptures. But then he didn't even ask nobody to read the scriptures. He just read all the scriptures himself. Didn't even say, oh, oh, who would like to read the scriptures? So I, you know, I talked to him about that. We we had a positive conversation. You know, he got a little better. Um, but I'm like, dude, you gotta let the friends comment. This just ain't, you know, this ain't, oh, it's my time to shine, you know, sh- right. show off how much I know. Right. Ain't, ain't, ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> What we gonna put in our letters? What we gonna say to people over the phone, man? You know, yeah, let's go over right. that. Let's go over that. You're giving a 15 minute discourse on David and Bathsheba. Like, what does that have to do with the ministry? <laughs> oh man, oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. I got shout a out. shout out though. <laughs> shout out to them. Go ahead, Rod. I got a shout out. Uh, shout out one of our listeners. Uh, is a customer of mine. It's one of my customers that I got. Uh, for Floyd's, uh, his name is Darius. He is totally digging the Brother Sanders mixtapes. And Shout I out to Darius. Shout I just want to go. <laughs> Thanks for the love, Darius. We gonna drop another one soon. We gonna drop yeah. another one soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and, and not only Darius, man. I, I kind of look back at the numbers, man. I was checking the numbers through some of the shows and everything. Brother Sanders and, be putting up numbers, <laughs> bro. Brother Sanders is dominating our our listens, dude. Like those <laughs> those soundtracks are flying, bro. He is, man. He really is. I'm like, whoa. I looked at the numbers. I'm like, and I'm looking at the numbers for our show. It's like in the 20s, 30s. I look at Brother Sanders. He in the 80s, hundreds. I'm like, what? <laughs> Brother Sanders putting up numbers, man. We gotta get the people what they want, and we ain't gotta get them what they want, Sanders, man. It's man. gonna be, it's gonna be dropping soon, man. I'm work, I'm already working on. We got another Brother Sanders after dark, uh, uh coming up. And, and those we got another and, Brother Sanders beat tape. And those names, bro. Though, though, the names to some of these songs, man, oh. off the charts. I done forgot. I done forgot what I didn't put down. <laughs> oh. Don't worry. I'm here for that. I'm here for all of that. Hold on. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Oh, he ain't got it on here. Oh, man. It was it's on the Anchor version. It's on the Anchor version. Yeah, it's on the Anchor. I am on Anchor, though. I mean, on, oh, 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 I'm having, man, you know, Anchor, man, always be trying to cancel us. It ain't acting right right now. It ain't acting right. That's okay. Of course. Of course. That's okay. As always. That's why we doing this on Zoom. <laughs> Of course. Gone are the days of, of, of getting cut off in the middle of, you know, talking about this face or something like that, you know? <laughs> right. So, right. But man, dude, any more shout outs? Nah, man, that's all I got. That's all I got. Well, let's get into this NBA, man. A lot has happened since the NBA finals. Uh, we had the trade 
all the trade talks was going on at first. Then you had the NBA draft, which we care less about. And then we got the free agency, which we care more about. And boy, was it singing. I mean, everywhere you turn, somebody was getting signed to another team, signed here, signed there, getting a big contract. Gordon Hayward got paid like he was Larry Bird. Mm. Like, <laughs> we about to get into all that. I don't that. like that. I don't like that at all. And I got an award. Uh, I got a special award for uh, Mr. Mr. Gordon Hayward, but that's later on in the show. But I just want to ask you, man, after all of these MVP, you know, I mean, after all of these trade talks, all of these, uh, all these trades that's happened, free agency that's happened, whose window of opportunity is opening and whose window of opportunity is closing? And then what would you grade some of these, these trades too, or these uh, free agent signings? Okay. Okay. Well, as of, as of this recording, we're recording this on, on uh, what, what is this, Wednesday morning. Yes. There, are few, there are a few major pieces that have yet to land. Uh, we still don't know what's going to happen with, with Westbrook, Harton, John Wall. Um, who else are we waiting on? I think those are the, those are the main ones. Um, um, yeah, John Wall, Westbrook, James Harden. We still, okay. And they're not technically free agents. Well, Harden is not, but... Yeah. Yes, there's discussion that there's going to be some movement there, you know. So, um, so that being said, um, I, I did I did championship windows based on some of the this this offseason movement because we know some of the smoke still hasn't cleared yet, or all the smoke hasn't cleared yet. So I did I did I did four categories. I did whose window was closing, whose window is already closed, whose window is open, and whose window is opening. Okay. Uh, so, window, let's go with window closed first. Uh, Rockets and Raptors. Um, uh, the Rockets, it's pretty clear that they don't have enough to beat the Lakers. They don't have enough. I don't think they have enough to beat Denver, you know, or the Clippers. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. I'll get to the Clippers later. But, um, you know... Harden for the longest man we've just been watching Harden and Westbrook do their thing for years with diminishing returns and you know they're a great you know they're great you know uh, regular season team regular season players but we know when it comes to you know their medal being tested with the playoffs they're lacking so right. you know Rockets if they if they kept their, their, their squad together I, I still think that their championship window was closed um, cause they just, they're just underachievers, man. Like, you know, uh, Harden seems to be like everybody who they, they've gotten him to kind of like supplement him with scoring, whether it be, you know, Dwight Howard, Chris Paul, what Russell Westbrook, he wants them gone after one year, right? You know, Car Carmelo Anthony, like, like, it's like, it, it's, it's, it's such a, uh, uh, you know, a revolving door on like help with him. It's like nothing's nothing's going to pop off with the Rockets anytime soon. Not with the championship. Um, the Raptors, however, they did their thing. They struck while the iron was hot. All their pieces fortunately came together at the right time. They were able to win a championship. But with Ibaka signing with the Clippers and Marcus Saul leaving, it, it is what it is with them. They'll still be a good regular season team, but. I believe their championship window was closed. Now, whose window was closing? It's not closed yet, but it's it's about to close. 
very soon if, they, if they're not careful. The Clippers. We all knew when last summer when they picked up Kawhi and, and, and PG that they basically had two years to get it done because that was all that they were committing to on their contracts. Right. So for them to have squandered a season, you know, or just come up short for for, for the past season, they got one year left. And now they got a new coach. Uh, Montrez is left. They've done some other trades. It's going to take a while for them to jail again. Right. And are they going to jail in enough time to be able to beat who they need to beat? I don't really know. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not willing to bet the farm on the Clippers, man. So they got, they got some things to figure out, but their window is closing. Last team I got in this, the Celtics, potentially. <sighs> some people, some people are saying that the Celtics are better with the moves they made, but I'm not so sure about that. I'm not, I'm not sold on Tristan Thompson. You know, I don't, I don't think Marcus Smart, he's, he's the heart and soul of the team. You know, I know he means a lot to that team, but he can't, you know, allow, allow me to give a little bit of props to Gordon Hayward. He can't do what Gordon Hayward could do. <laughs> he's more of a will than skill player. Right. You know, he's going, he's the one who's going to die for loose balls, pause. And he's the one who's going to work for rebounds. And he's the one who's going to, you know, uh, uh, yell at people when they miss a defensive assignment. You know, he's that dude. But he's not going to be able to, you know, give you, you know, 27, 28 a night on a consistent basis. And it, I just feel like the Celtics the past three years, they've kind of underachieved. You know, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to blame them for the Kyrie year because <laughs> um, we all know Kyrie's a special case. But. They got enough talent, man. I, I, I really feel they, they they should have made the finals at least once over the past three or four years. Well, last year that was the uh, that was the perfect opportunity to make the finals, and they they kind of blew that. Yeah, they 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 look like they just quit. Now, whose window is open? Cle- clearly, the Heat. I, I I had the Nuggets down in this t- this category because they overachieved. But with some of their offseason moves, I'm not so sure. I think they've kind of gone sideways. And I had I actually had Golden State down before the Clay Thompson injury. Um, their window was still open because they got a, a, at least they got youth on their side, you know. And um, you know they got they got some more. Um, they got Kent Bazemore. They got um, they got the number two draft pick. Ellie Rubin. But if they, they got Wise, yeah, Wiseman. But if they're not careful, man, their, their window might be closing soon. I'm gonna say this, man. I'm gonna just come out and say it. I don't think I think Golden State. I, I think a lot of people are they're unfair. They're being unfair with them. It's it's kind of unfair criticism of Golden State to say that oh they 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 have no chance of 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 possibly knocking off the Lakers or knocking off the Clippers or this that and the other. And I'm like with the moves that they made, I thought they still made some decent. Uh, moves now, yeah, it doesn't replace what Clay Thompson can do, but like you said, they have young talent that they developed last year. We don't know how that talent is going to, uh, you know, make progress as they go into the next season to go along with what Clay and all of those guys do. I don't believe in that rookie that they drafted in the second, you know, for the second pick. Until, I don't believe in none of these rookies, yeah, until you know, proving me wrong. I don't believe in him yet. I don't think he's ready yet. So 
all of this. Oh, the Warriors got a big man. They, they got somebody in the paint. That's what they needed. No, he's not ready yet. He's The game is going to move too fast for him at this point, and he's going to be trying to play catch up. I think he's going to be a work in progress. I would say two, three years from now, come see me and, you know, I'll tell you how I feel about him. But right now, I don't really care. It may say he only played like 14. He doesn't even have like a college resume. He only played like 14 high school games or something. Yeah, we talked about him <laughs> on our podcast. I don't know what season it was. Probably last season uh, when that with that whole Penny Hardaway situation that happened where Penny was. Oh, out. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Penny was helping him out while he was uh, playing high school ball and the NCAA used that as the, to penalize Penny because he ended up on Penny squad and saying that was, you know, accusing him of uh, recruiting. And so that, that whole thing, you know, was a mess, but, and that, and that, and he decided not to continue on with the season after the suspension. So, yeah, I mean, none of these rookies, we really got a chance to see anything, uh, you know, because of the NCAA tournament canceling. So, I really don't have no expectations for anybody, including that ball boy. So, you know. Yeah, have you heard some of the stuff about him and the, all of his camp and all the people he got around him? And it's basically what you would expect from a ball. Yeah, it, it sound it sounding Johnny footballish almost, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah, it is what it is. But back back to our back to our grades and all that other stuff. We don't want to waste too much time on these rookies. I was gonna, <clears throat> I was gonna say, um, a team. Uh, I mean, Lakers clearly their their window's still open. Um, I'm not gonna spend too much time on that. Um, and then the um, whose window was opening? I got the Mavericks. Oh, definitely. I got the Mavericks. I got the Mavericks. And then, um, oh, and also I forgot a team too. A window closing the Blazers. I, 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 man, you've been trying to knock the Blazers down for a long time, man. <laughs> now that now that I'm jumping on the Blazers bandwagon, now you jumping off, man. What's up with that? Hey, man, it is what it is, man. I mean, like you almost they proved me they wrong last year. They can prove me wrong because 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 they they play great in the bubble. They play great in the bubble, but I don't know, man. I just I don't know, man. They they they. They always run out of gas, man. I do like uh, the Derrick Jones Jr. signing. I think that was a good good piece to add. They, they here's the, a uh, what's his name? Um, the guy from they got from um, the guy they got from uh, man, what's the guy's name? Covington. Yes, Covington. That was a great move. If he could stay healthy, if he and, and yeah, Covington, you know. If he gets hurt a couple of games, it won't hurt you. But you definitely need him. He's one of those guys you need for the playoffs. You can care less about him playing 82 games in regular season. Uh, Hassan Whiteside hasn't been signed yet. Really? Yeah. He's <laughs> he is unsigned as of now. So maybe the Bulls will get him. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh. I don't want to see that. Oh, I don't. I, I, I guess you see that the Bulls, the Bulls, the Bulls kid him for like four years, one hundred and twenty million. Oh man, that would be a horrible start for AK. Uh, you'll see fire AK, fire the AK flyers all over Chicago. Right, like yeah, I could totally see that. Oh, I don't. I, I don't want that to happen. I, I really don't. But but I, I mean. Yeah. The, 
the clear the clear winners of free agency are the Lakers. It's like it's 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 just amazing what they could pull off. It's like they got Mark Gasol, Dennis Schroeder, Montrez Harrell, and I forgot about Wesley Matthews. I and he's he Wesley Matthews has been washed, but you know that's that's a fifty team that's a fifty win team without LeBron. Yeah, yeah. So they, they they now have a second unit now, and they can actually rest LeBron because the Lakers they they've been upfront with being like, yeah, we probably gonna rest LeBron and, and AD the first couple months of next season. So they got a decent little second unit now, man, and like like they they have retooled amazingly. You know, Montrez, I'm, I got an award for him later, but I'll get to that later. <laughs> you know, I think because then it's not like they're paying him a lot. And he gonna he gonna he gonna make that little comment. Yeah, the Lakers wanted me more than the Clippers did. Did they really? Or was they already just playing keep away in the event that you remember how to actually play ball because you sucked in the bubble? Right. You yeah, know. I, I didn't. I didn't like. And that. he's he's unplayable against teams with good big men. If you're trying to beat the Nuggets when they come to town, Montrez was unplayable, man. Yeah. He was unplayable. What's his name? Uh, was eating him up, man. Uh, Jokic. Yeah, yeah. They trying to put Jokic on him, and he was just murdering Jokic. Yeah, but he, murdering, you know, uh, hero. I'm sorry. They, 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 they. You know, I, I, the Clippers, the Clippers. You know, bench was uh, not their bench. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could say the bench. I think they were greatly overrated last year. It's like people always wanted to talk about Zubac. I'm like. Zubak, the guy the Lakers let walk, and then you will watch him play against the Lakers, and it's like I see exactly why. Like this dude is terrible. Yeah, he's a beast against everybody else, but all of a sudden when he plays against the Lakers, it's like this dude got two left feet. Like, <laughs> like get, get this get this dude out of here. Yeah, oh, they got they got Zubak, they got Zubak, they got Montrez. Shut up. <laughs> Hey, that, that's that's nothing against Anthony Davis. It's like, oh, shoot, there's nothing against Jokic. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm with you on the whole uh, Lakers. I think the Lakers opportunity is opening for another re for a repeat. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they're 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 uh, the Clippers picking up Ibaka. I thought it was a decent signing, but I still think they need a point guard. They struck out badly on that. I mean, they had there was some point guards available, but they didn't want to pay Rondo. And it's just, you know, they they turned down Chris Paul when Chris Paul said that verbally said that he didn't wouldn't mind coming back to the Clippers. So I was like, you gotta y'all cool with Patrick Beverly for another year? I mean. He ain't really stopped nobody in that bubble, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he talk a good game. He get all in your grill they sometimes. Got, but they got bounced out of that so early. Like, like he ain't have a chance to really stop nobody. It's like that Benny the Butcher song. Get get sent home early like the Clippers. Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think the Clippers. <laughs> oh, that was Freddie Gibbs line. That was, that was Freddie. But yeah, that Clippers. That Clippers team, I think their window is closing, man. I, they only signed, you know, this is this is Kawhi Leonard's second year. 
And Kawhi only came to the Clippers because he wanted Paul George to be in that deal. So you get him over there, the whole project fails. And now it's like, okay, what do you do to help Kawhi Leonard stay in LA? Nothing. Just get his homeboy Ibaka. That's it. Like, well, Kawhi's probably in their defense. Kawhi's probably really hard to read. You know what I mean? They, they probably, like, what do you think about if we get Ibaka, Kawhi? And he's just like looking at him with that blank face. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't, 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 can you smile? Like this, this dude's a robot. <laughs> yep. Uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. What do you think, Kawhi? You think we should we should keep PG or should we should we trade him? Uh, 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 fun guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember how many championships you gonna win? <laughs> he put up ten fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not cutting. He in that cutting apples like he cutting the steak. <laughs> Eating it real slow. Sleeping <laughs> with his eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> Snoring. <laughs> oh man! Shout out to Minx, man. Oh my yeah. goodness! Shout out to Minx. Official Minx. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rockets, yeah, I agree with you. Their their window is closing. The Thunder, I was just like, it's closed, man. It Thunder, closed. like, I'm start. We, you get a draft pick. You get a like. Everybody's giving the Thunder draft picks, man, up the wazoo. But I, dude, I, they got 16 draft dude, first round draft picks over the next five years. That's crazy. That's crazy. If you know, and it's like now that's a process. If they don't win a championship after all these draft picks, somebody yeah, got to go. They won't. They're not going to win a championship or even be a contender anytime within the next five years. So they're just they're they're clearly they're clearly in a rebuilding phase, but they're putting themselves in the best position to rebuild. Right. Well, you know, as much as possible. The Jazz re-signed Derek Favors. Eh. Don't snap, Derek Favors. Derek Favors is back in Utah, <laughs> where he belonged. <laughs> so the Jazz will still be in the middle of the pack. The Mavericks, you know, I, I agree with you big time on the Mavericks. What were your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on the Suns? What, what would you grade the Suns move? Yeah, I see. Like, everybody's like, I mean, yeah, is Chris Paul going to have them humming? Sure. But, like, who else they got? Baines, Baines went over to some team like, you know, I mean, he wasn't no like difference making big man, but he was competent. He was a competent big man. He had a good chemistry with the team. Um, he went over to some team. Um, and it, it, it wasn't like a team that made sense either. Like, oh, that made that, that, I know why he went there. Like, he went to some team where like he might as well just stay with the Suns. I forgot where he went, but like he walked away. Um. Here's my thing. The thing that I thought the Suns messed up in that trade was getting rid of Kelly and Ru- uh, Rube. I thought... I actually, I actually don't. I actually don't think they messed up with that. He wasn't instrumental to their success. He had a nice year last year. Did, but he didn't even play in the bubble, right? Did he play in the bubble? Uh, I don't think he did. No, he didn't play in the bubble. But 
I thought he had a nice year. Um, but they gave up a lot for Chris Paul. I just, I just feel like they over, you know, they they gave up a little bit too much. So who did they who did they give 30, up? 30s. I mean, they gave up a lot of like no name guys along with some draft picks. But you get just Chris Paul in return. I mean, yeah, yeah, and it's like how long? That move? Yeah, how long is he really going? Y'all, are y'all planning on him to stay with the team? Exactly. They paying they paying for an expensive contract. Like uh, I don't know, I don't know. I, I it's gonna be nice to see him and, and, and Devin Booker in the backcourt, but it's only gonna get him a seven for AC at best. That that's that's how I feel about Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. And yeah, uh, they, they they they're they're the. Um, <laughs> I heard a quote that Daryl Morey said. I don't know if you um oh man i'm not going can you hear me i'm sorry i had a call come in uh yeah i can hear you man i got people asking me for territory but it's cool yeah I, i'm like man it's 10 30 this brother's calling me i don't want i don't even want to hear about what happened in the group today <laughs> i'm with you man i'm i'm i'm, I'm zoom i'm zoomed out I'm, I'm, I'm podcast time all right um <laughs> Daryl Morey had a quote where he was like, as long as there are seven dumb uh, organizations and GMs out there, I'll always be all right. And I'm starting to wonder, I'm starting to wonder if Phoenix and Charlotte are a part of those seven. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And the Pistons. You throw the Pistons in that conversation. Yeah, if I had to, if I had to take a while, I guess I would say Charlotte, Phoenix, the Pistons, um, uh, I would say the Knicks, but I'm not gonna put the Knicks in that one. Oh, absolutely the Knicks. <laughs> absolutely. Here's the problem with the Knicks. The, no, it's not necessarily trades with the Knicks. It's free agency with the Knicks. They signed. Yeah. They offer the worst contracts to some of the most washed up players <laughs> that you can ever think of. They've done this. That's why they. That's why they won in the seven. They're one in the seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will put the Bulls in there. I, Bull, I wouldn't put the Bulls in there because the Bulls don't take risk. They don't never. They won't even try it. They they just sit, stand pat. Oh, we're we're fine with what we already got here. We're and not. And that's dumb. This. And that's dumb. So I will put the Bulls in there. I will put I will put the I will put the Washington Wizards in there. Oh, the Wizards always. Yeah, they're dumb. And shoot, those Sacramento in there. Oh, <coughs> Body Devox, the king of dumb. So yeah, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> He's the king of dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bars. <laughs> Watch out, Black Thought. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> getting to the Eastern Conference, I'm, I'm gonna just name. I'm gonna just ramble off. Hey man, I know you're about to let me have it. I've been on this podcast. We're going on three years, man. Uh, wow, three years. And. For three years, man, I've been I've been riding high on this team, and they keep letting me down. But you know what? I'm not gonna give up. I'm I still have faith because they are making move after move after move to make their team better, and that is the Atlanta Hawks. I am. I think they are big. They came out big winners in this free agency. They signed Danero Gallinari. They got Bogdanovich after that whole terrible situation that happened when he got <laughs> traded to the Bucks, and then he was like oh hold up I ain't signed up for this I don't want to play with Giannis hey what 
y'all doing? And then the next thing you know, NBA investigated. They said, yeah, it was some foul play. They, you know, reneged on the deal. Now man, the Bucks are them. always getting caught up and slapped down and penalized, man. They just, they, they can't catch a break. They might be in that category of dumb organizations too. <laughs> they, I mean, dude, like, he would have been a nice asset to that 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 Bucks team, but now he's with the Hawks. I think the Hawks have made they they have put themselves in playoff contention. The Magic, eh, Wizards, and eh, Bulls, they they trying to rebuild. Hornets, dude. Let's talk about Michael Jordan, man. Yeah, they 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 I'm not gonna say they screwed up in the offseason, but like 120 for I think what was it three years or four years for Gordon Hayward? Four years. Okay. I mean, like, does he raise their ceiling? Sure. But I mean, he raises their ceiling from bad to mediocre, and that's to say if he even plays all four seasons. It's like Gordon Hayward has been injury prone. You know, if he if he gives you if he's the Gordon Hayward that you got those last three weeks in the bubble fine um you know it's it, they they charlotte they have to overpay because nobody really wants to come there so when you get someone when you get a listening ear of a player who's an all-star caliber player you kind of have to overpay right otherwise he's just gonna go somewhere else but i hope they got some more money in there in their in their uh pocket because he ain't gonna be enough they gave him a lot of money a lot I, I don't I don't know why they didn't just trade for Westbrook. The, the the asking price for Westbrook. Honestly, I think Westbrook might end up in Washington. I that's what I've been hearing. I, I think him and Bill would be great together. Mm-hmm. Um but we'll see. Do you think do you think Harden's gonna end up in Brooklyn or do you think he's gonna end up with Philly? I don't think he's going to end up in Philly based off the fact that Maury is there, and I don't think Houston want to do that. Yeah, they're going to reward the guy who just walked away. Yeah, exactly. That don't make any sense. So if any team gets him, I just I feel like the Nets got the they got the assets to get the job done. Even get another team involved to do a three way trade is enough to get the job done is just the fact that I don't like the fact that John James Harden and you know me I'm not a big James Harden fan at all uh this dude has been he's he's to me I just feel like he's never been a Batman he's never he's shown that he doesn't he shies that he had moments where he could have been Batman but he shies away from the spotlight he get he does all this stuff. He's the Warner Brothers frog. He sings, <laughs> he, he dances, and everything. And then when a playoff when when a playoff series game seven, you need a victory. He, he just he just rib it. That's it. You yeah. notice how I did not mention the Brooklyn Nets when I talked about whose championship window was open. I, you know how we feel. I, I, they haven't. Yeah, they haven't played any games together. Like, they have exactly. not played any games together. We don't even know what their squad's going to look like at the beginning of the season, who's going to be on it. It's just too many question marks with them, too many moving parts. Can't, will, 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 will Steve Nash actually be a good coach? Or will he be a bad coach? If he's a good coach, will they actually listen to him? 
what's what's Kyrie going to do? What's he going to be saying is going to have everybody distracted? It's like, you know, what what essential pieces to the to the overall team are they going to trade away to get James Harden eventually? Like, it's just too many. It's just too many variables and moving parts with them, man. Like, I just I have zero faith in them, even with Harden. I think Harden raises their ceiling a little bit, but it makes it know. exciting. I. I I, I don't mind seeing Harden with Brooklyn because I want to see a little drama ne- going into next year. But I, I'm, I'm tired of all of this. Oh, Kevin Durant, he looks good. He looks better. He looks great. I don't care about LA Fitness, Lifetime Fitness videos of him working out and, and playing against uh, scrubs. Like, I don't care about those videos. I want to see this man pick up a basketball that has NBA on it. <laughs> with a sponsorship court with with the net the Brooklyn Nets logo on it, not some empty circle with nothing but wood under it, and and guys just sitting on the sideline watching them while he's crossing people over. I don't want to see that. I want to see this man play organized basketball. And until I see that, I'm not sold on the on the Nets. Even if they get James Harden, they'll probably finish. What fourth? Third. Well, you know, you, you know, Lakers Nation—they're already like uh, uh, pissing and moaning about the potential James Harden acquisition. Like, oh, how could the NBA let this happen? How could the NBA let what happen? Like, let an underachieving thirty-one-year-old get paired up with two guys who basically got their rings from riding the coattails of another team or all-star? Wait, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let's let's pause on that. Let's pause on that. Lakers fans. You should be ashamed of yourself if you're talking about the Nets. When y'all went on a two-year span of, of this plot, this plot, after they got LeBron, of trying to get Anthony Davis to play with LeBron, got a GM fired in the process. Because yep, you they're belly Davis in a Lakers uniform. They're belly about it. Harden with the Nets. How, how is that even possible? How how luxury tax? No, uh, uh, I'm like, come oh, on, man. Lakers fans, hypocrites. Woe to you, Lakers fans. Y'all should be the last people talking about uh, Brooklyn stacking the deck. Yeah, man. And, and I'm not. I'm just not sold on that squad. I don't know if that's a championship squad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I, I can see them getting beat in the. Who knows? I can see them getting beat in the first round by like the Heat or 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 the Celtics, and then in a post game interview, oh, Kyrie, what happened? Why didn't you win? Oh well, you know, winning is just a construct of the mind. It's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> the what of the mind? <laughs> It's a construct of the mind to find winning. It's like, all right, Kyrie, let's let's, you know, and and KD ain't gonna want to talk to nobody, right? And Except Harden gonna be at the club already. <laughs> so who's gonna have to answer questions? Steve Nash. Exactly. Durant gonna be too busy on the internet on his ghost account, <laughs> right? On, on Twitter with his burner account. <laughs> yeah, it was burner account. Have you seen that that cartoon they made about yeah, Kevin Durant? Yeah. That was so funny. The yeah, Rope, yeah. That's the name of it. it what's it called? 
the role players. Players, I, I man, I, I, I know what you're talking about. It's on a uh, Bleacher Report. I, I can't, I can't remember the name of it. it. Might be role players though. Yeah, man, I would love to hear one little clip of that. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, I was done. I was done. I, I just wanted to know what you thought if you thought that was that trade was gonna happen. I think it. I think it can happen. I, I see it happening because. I don't see this whole thing with, you know, James Harden standing in Houston lasting too much longer. They picked up the Marcus Cousins, like, hey, we got the Marcus. <laughs> Come on, man. man do, do his legs even work? I don't even. I, I don't even. I didn't even know. I forgot the Marcus <laughs> was still in the league. Me too, man. Let's see. He was signed to the Lakers, wasn't he? Yeah, he was with the Lakers. Okay, so he finally got his ring. <laughs> he got a ring. He gonna be chilling after this. Maybe that's who Shaq was talking about. No, that that's not. Who I'm just about. playing. I'm just. Sit <laughs> <laughs> your butt down. Sit <laughs> your butt down. Don't don't be doing that. Follow <laughs> your dreams. Sit your butt down. <laughs> Shaq hilarious, man. <laughs> he is hilarious. He is hilarious. But uh, so also so basically, there you have it. Uh, a couple of teams that I forgot to mention: the Heat. I think the Heat are headed the right direction. The Bucks are at a standstill. Uh, I think Giannis is gone after the next year. I, I really do. See, see, the thing with Giannis is, I, I think about okay, where can he potentially go? And only a couple places really come to mind. I mean, the obvious answer is the Heat. Mm-hmm. That, w- that will clearly be like the best place he can go. Um, uh, we'll see what they do first, but maybe Atlanta. Atlanta could be a possibility, but depending on how much money they'll have after this season. If he's smart, though, he'll he'll stay the heck away from New York. Um, oh, no. you, you know, New York or Brooklyn. Man, what if he ended up with Boston? That could be a possibility. He's got to yeah, go he, somewhere where he can win, like right away. And he don't need to be going to no team that's, that's you know, just won't tickets, ticket sales and all that stuff. He need to go somewhere where he's the only piece that team is missing. Yeah, um, and Miami is really the only team that come to mind for me. Yeah, I'm thinking about it, but it's like, man, they just gave Bam that that big old extension. Yeah, that kind of messed them up financially. That kind of you know hurt them a little bit. Unless they got another plan where Giannis is willing to they <laughs> work some things around. Somebody willing to take a pay cut, kind of like what happened with the Heat, the Heatles. And somebody had to kind of take a smaller, you know, check in order for that whole thing to work. You know who you'd be great with? Who? Portland. Oh, he, oh, yes. Most definitely. I was going to say the Clippers, man, but the Clippers just seem so snake bitten right now. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, it's like you're, you're, you're in the same house with the Lakers. 
until I guess Steve Farmer gets the stadium completed. But like you're in the same house with the Lakers. It's like the referees are never gonna give you the, a break. Mm-mm. Ever. And 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 here's the thing, Kawhi Leonard might be gone by that time. He, yeah, Kawhi might be gone. You know, um Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. I I I'm gonna eliminate the next segment that I had. I, I don't want to get a headache talking about something that in regards to NFL, some things that's transpiring in the NFL. That, oh, the NFL still playing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they still had COVID. <laughs> oh, they do. They do. Half the Baltimore Ravens team does now. So uh, they don't, they, oh, they, wow. but they're still going to play a game on Thanksgiving. Uh, they supposed to play the Steelers on Thanksgiving evening, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna skip that, man. I'm not gonna waste my time on the Bears. <laughs> uh, <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> we're we're gonna go to a commercial break, and we're gonna get into our our new segment. Yes, let's hit a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. And we right back. All right, all right. So I came up with this nice idea. Our our brother network vibes and stuff was doing an excellent job of keeping us update with all the latest hip hop has came up with a nice uh, thing, little tradition that you do for every episode. And that's you do these uh, album face offs, which, by the way, that next one, I'm trying to make sure I'm I'm, I'm planted in that episode because those are some two of my favorite albums and man ain't that, they good albums that that is going to be a tough one man that might be the toughest one you came up with uh because no, i got another one after this that might be even tougher <laughs> okay okay the toughest one the toughest one we've done so far well, yeah. was was q-tips uh renaissance versus foreign exchange con- that i forgot about that yeah i was on that episode too that was a tough one i'm i that actually was- lost that one because I think it, I was the only one that voted for Connected. Wow. Wow. Okay. That was tough, though. That was a close, close one. Another close one was uh, Little Brothers The Listening versus uh, Fantastic Volume 2. Who won um, that one? I don't think I was on that episode. Okay. That was one of the early ones we did. But I got some good other ones coming up. But, man, okay. I was listening to those, those two albums. Uh, the UN and I and I yesterday. I'm like, man, this is... This is Peacoats versus Bubble Goose Jackets. Woof, <laughs> 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 man, that's that's people people rave about Griselda right now, but I feel like the UN was like Griselda before its time. Like they yeah, were, they were the prototype for Griselda. They were the prototypes. Yep. If you want to go back, you know, if you're a Griselda fan and you listen to this podcast. Go check out the UN project, You In or You Out. That album is fire. Uh, Pete Rock got some production on there that's uh, crazy. Like, man, 
I was so Odyssey. excited about that project. Odyssey, yeah, dude, it, it was just that, that project was nuts. But yeah, man, I, I decided to take a page out of your book, man, and, and do it with NBA players, man. Do an NBA uh, MVP versus, and the first matchup. Uh, basically, we're gonna debate whose career was better between the two players that I have selected. What inspired this particular matchup? Linnell did a Last Dance Zoom party earlier this year when you know Last Dance was taking over. There was no sports and all this other stuff. So we, we was making sure we tuned in to each episode of Last Dance. And he had a whole bunch of people on Zoom and a debate came up at the end of the last episode of Last Dance, episode 10. Who was better between Reggie Miller who had the better career, rather, who had the better career between Reggie Miller and Tracy McGrady. And it sparked a huge debate, huge debate. So I was like, hey, it's only fitting and I make that the first matchup. Tracy McGrady versus Reggie Miller. Now I'm gonna say this, because I don't I don't have the numbers in front of me right now. You have to. Okay, okay. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, the stats. I'm I'm hundred percent sure that <clears throat> Tracy McGrady is has bested Reggie Miller stat wise when you look at per season averages. But Reggie Miller clearly had the better career. H- here's my first point. What team can lay claim to Tracy McGrady? <laughs> he played for so many. Keep going, Ian. Keep going. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Keep going. Um, okay. Uh, num- number m- point two. Okay. Well, Reggie Miller clearly wins the the. He meant more to one franchise, so that that always trumps. Hold, okay, I'll bounce. Hold on, Ian. <laughs> By the way, fans, if you're listening, he doesn't have stats in front of him. He doesn't have a piece of paper. None of this stuff. This is that's the first thing that came out. And that's, that's, that, I'm, I'm, that's I have relevant. nothing in front of me. Yeah, I have nothing in front of me. I'm sitting in a parking lot. I'm sitting in a CBS parking lot in Riverdale, Illinois, right now, just staring at the the rain on my windshield. Okay, <laughs> so that's first point. Number two, clutch moments, memorable clutch mo- moments. Reggie Miller dismantled, embarrassed the New York Knicks. Okay, um, did the choking sign of Spike Lee. He, he, he got into a fist fight with Michael Jordan. Like, Reggie Miller just had more moments. Okay. And then, num- finally, number three, how many finals appearances did Tracy McGrady get to? One. Was it one? I didn't think he had any. Yeah, he was he was on that team. He was a victim of the Ray Allen three in 2013. Was he? Okay. Yeah. Didn't even... Dude, totally forgot he was on the squad. Yeah. When Reggie Miller made it to the finals, he was the best player on the team. Yes. So there you have it. And I, I and, and I know Tracy McGrady's stats per game, per season are probably higher than, than Reggie Miller's, but Reggie Miller clearly had the better career. Definitely. Reggie I, I, Miller was 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 um and, Re- and, and another thing, Reggie Miller, gold medal, 96. Yeah. The dream team 2.0. He's part of that legacy. Mm-hmm. Does Tracy McGrady have a gold medal? Tracy McGrady, hold on, my 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 uh, 
keypad is acting up. But yeah, he has a gold medal, but that's in FIBA. He in doesn't FIBA. have an Olympic gold medal. Oh, I don't know why I care about FIBA. Exactly. Uh, Reggie has a two gold medals. He has an Olympic gold medal and a FIBA gold medal in 94. Okay, okay. So, yeah, there you have it. So, you know, nothing against Tracy McGrady. He was a great player, but hey, it, it is what it is. Now, in this debate, some of the people that were basically on the side of Tracy McGrady, here were their uh, defense points. And let me guess, he could dunk. No. <laughs> no. Or they would have gotten removed out of the Zoom if they would have said that. <laughs> uh, Tracy McGrady, and this is what they're saying. They're making their point in Orlando. They're not saying, because he had a squad in Houston. But in Orlando, this is the defense mechanism. Oh, Tracy didn't have a great team in Orlando because Grant Hill got hurt all those years. So, I'm like, yeah, but can you name me a sidekick, a solid sidekick that Reggie Miller has had on his squad? Dude, his best sidekick was Jalen Rose. <laughs> and Jalen Rose, I didn't even count Jalen Rose. He was coming off the bench. He came off the bench. Mark Jackson, maybe I could give you Mark Jackson. That's a stretch, but he was a big a, stretch. A Hall of Famer, like yeah, that's a, that's a big stretch. This this man, he's had clutch, and not just with the Knicks. He's had clutch moments in the playoffs. Period. The 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 playoffs the, that one year in two thousand. I think that year that the Nets made it to the finals in two thousand two. And I could be wrong on this. Somebody's going to text me back and listen to the podcast and correct me on it. It's fine. But in 2002, Reggie Miller almost knocked off the Nets in the first round by himself. Mm. Remember that series? It went I don't, five, but I it was a five-game series. Game five, the, the Pacers was trailing. That was the play when Reggie Miller... Drove the ball down the lane and dunked on the entire team and got fouled, forced overtime. Then he hit another three, and I think in a in a in a second to force a second overtime, they end up losing this the game. But still, it was like this is Reggie Miller past his prime doing this against a a a, a, a team a, you know that went to two straight NBA finals. Yeah, yeah. Reggie Miller was a beast, man. McGrady, have, McGrady just got that 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 one game against the Spurs where he hit, what, 13 points? And, and, and that, there are some similarities. That, and, and this was a unique matchup because both Reggie and McGrady had, like, though that, that game. They had that similar game where both of their teams was down with, like, a mid, like seconds left. Well, in Tracy's case, they were down 13 with a minute left. Reggie's case, they were down six with like 13 seconds left. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still like both situations happened in such dramatic fashion. The only 
difference between those two situations is that Reggie did it in the playoffs and McGrady did it in the regular season. In the regular season. Thank you. Dude, and as a Bulls fan, as a, as a lifelong Bulls fan, let me just say, we 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 hated Reggie Miller. We mocked Reggie Miller. We couldn't stand the sight of Reggie Miller, <laughs> but we respected Reggie Miller. Oh, big time! When big the ball was in his hands, we were shook. Yeah, yeah. That watching rewatching the Last Dance, and to me, I was I felt myself getting more nervous. And I'm like, man, I watched this series already. I'm watching this series. <laughs> like I know how it ends. <laughs> Indiana gave them more fits than Utah did twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are right. Like, you are right. The Utah series, I just put my hand behind my head and I said, hey, "Kick my feet up, enjoy the <laughs> right. Like, like Jordan's gonna make the ball go in the hoop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the Pacers, I remember that series. I remember Game Seven. I'm like, man, I was nervous throughout that whole Game Seven. I'm like, man. When, they, when, the, when the Bulls was down five, I was like, oh, man, I don't know, man. I kept, I was looking at, uh, I was looking at Junior. Shouts out to Stan Rogers. We was watching it together. I, I, was, I was watching it at Remy out of Cola's house. Remy, shouts out to Big Remy. <laughs> and I remember being nervous, man. I remember being nervous. Yeah, yeah. I told Stan, I was like, man, dude, I don't know, man. I think the Pacers got us. He's like, nah, man. And. They eventually they pulled it off but dude i mean reggie had us should do like and i don't think you know not even the knicks had us this that shook in my opinion you know not so, at all not at all because so, you knew john starks was an oaf you yeah. know he was he was a he was john starks was a goon who was he was you know his his best strategy was to try to get us under somebody's skin and get him ejected like Exactly. Like that was it. Like Patrick Ewing wasn't wasn't a dude like that. Right. It's like, come on, man. Mike and Scotty can dunk on you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just ramble off some of uh Reggie Miller's accomplishments. Five-time NBA All-Star, three-time All NBA third team. Uh, one of the members of the 50-40-90 club. Um, which means 50% from the field, 40% from the line, 90% from the free throw line. Uh, and then again, he, he's at, he averaged 18 points a game, three rebounds, three assists. Tracy McGrady, stats wise, and this is where I feel like Tracy has an advantage over Reggie Miller. But the question is, who has the better career? Right, 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 right. I, I, and I agree with that. I don't think, like I said, I got Reggie winning this category. I got him winning this versus. You know, now, in, in if if we breaking it down in the categories in the stat department, yeah, McGrady does have some sort of an edge as far as not not like you know getting nominated for uh, he's got two NBA All First Teams, three NBA Second Teams, two All uh, NBA Third Teams, uh, two time NBA Scoring Champion. He's won a Most Improved Player Award, which I didn't know. Um, and he also is a seven-time NBA All-Star, averaged 19 a game, five rebounds, four assists. So, so he he had a decent career. I he just, had a decent career. He, I mean, he's a Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame, so you know, like he was worthy enough to be in the Hall of Fame. But he just had a lot of situations. He couldn't get out the first round of the playoffs. He had that one year where he was crying to Stephen A. Smith. 
you know, in an interview talking about, if I don't make it past the first round, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he ended up not making it past the first round. So. <laughs> You're going to do what you always did, Tracy. You're going to go home and lick your wounds. Also, he had a 3-1 lead with the Magic against the... They had a chance to knock off the Pistons in the first round. It was up three games to one. And Wait a minute. Was that the year they won the... The Pistons won the championship? That was... No, 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 no. That was the year before. That was the okay. 2003 season. And uh, this is what adds more fuel to that fire. I'm going to read this to you. It says, The Magic would go on to take a 3-1 lead over the Pistons. And McGrady made headlines when he prematurely assumed that Orlando were guaranteed to advance to the next round, replying in an interview, it feels good to get in the second round. Despite holding the series lead, the Magic were eliminated in seven. (laughs) Man, man, man. Don't count your chickens before they hatch, man. So wait, so let me ask you this. He he never made it out our first round? He never made it out of the first round until he joined the San Antonio Spurs in 2014. And he didn't even get play. And I remember Tracy McGrady saying in an interview uh, a few years later, well, maybe long, long, long before. I think he said this on the jump. He he was really upset with Pop for not playing him in that Heat series because he felt like he, he had was washed up. Yeah, I was like, man, you go back and look at McGrady sitting on that bench, man. He looked like he'd been <laughs> he looked like he'd been eating, eating a couple of Popeye's chicken sandwiches, man. He he just didn't. Man, look- yeah, he had gray hair all in his temple. Yeah, man, he was in like, his beard. Like, yeah, he looked bad, man. Uh, he he wouldn't have been able to do nothing. Not with no wow. Names. Tracy McGrady, I didn't know that. I didn't know he never made it out the first round. Never he a secret center, man. He a secret center. Something something. Sums off, man. Sums off. Can't get blessings, man. <laughs> exactly. That, that's what I mean. It's like, man. I, I mean, tr- tr- I didn't know that. I thought he had at least made it to like the second or third round. No, it's never made it out of the first round. Never made it out of the first round. Wow. And Tracy is, is an exciting player. He's he was one of my favorite players in the two thousands. Always exciting to watch, but. Just never. And, and I feel like this is what messed up Tracy. I feel like if he would have stayed in Toronto with Vince Carter and they would have built around that, I feel like that would have been a more formidable team. They could have made it to a couple of finals. They wouldn't have won those finals because they would have went up against. They would have been outmatched by the Lakers. But still, it would have been exciting to like continue to see them grow. Together. Yeah, well, they would have had a nice little rivalry going there, at least. Exactly. Exactly. We could have seen I think he just wanted versus. to be the man. Huh? I think he just wanted to be the man. He did. I think he knew he knew Vince Carter. He saw his trajectory and he was like, nah, I don't like this. I'm gonna have to share the spotlight with with, with homie. Right. Right. Yep. So that's that, man. That's a good good versus battle. I, I I'm gonna come up with a, two more players for the next show. And man, uh, you should you should do point guards. Oh, you know what? You actually, I actually have a clue for the next matchup. One of them is a point guard. The other one can play point guard, but they both had similar careers. Okay. That's just a clue. (laughs) I think I already know. Yep. Yep. Exactly. We'll see. We'll see. So, um, 
Do we got enough time for this space? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, man. So for I mean, we 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 resurrected this space. It's been a while since we've done one of these, but man, it's been quarant- we've been quarantining, man. I well, at least I have. Instead, oh, I've been I've been too. I ain't out here in these streets like that. <laughs> good man, good. I ain't, good. Tr- I ain't trying to get the Rona. Stay Rona free, man. Stay Rona free. Sneaking, um, sneaking over your worldly relative's house to eat turkey. <laughs> First of all, Same turkey y'all. turkey is trash, man. That's just my right. Turkey right. is trash. It's not like y'all getting gumbo out the deal. Like, <laughs> turkey is the only thing that like you see left over from all the stuff that's eaten on Thanksgiving. You, you yeah, see, like well, I, the, I would, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know, but. <laughs> I'm just I'm just basing it off watching TV and and seeing like all of it and you see people's tech they show all these family photos of people eating and only the half of the turkey is cut off the turkey ain't even cut you know some most of the times people plates are full of other stuff so I don't yeah. Know. yeah even though I heard grilled turkey is not bad I did hear I have people always trying to punch up turkey, man. It, it never works. It's never. I've never seen a, fu- a foolproof recipe to make turkey taste good. People have jerked it. People have made it with Cajun seasonings. People have fried it, and Smoked to no it. avail. It's a trash bird. It's a trash meat. <laughs> it's trash bird. <laughs> you know, no. And I, I'll drink wild turkey. You know, but right, eat, eating turkey, no. What? Underrated? Why? Underrated? Yeah, what? Corn hen, Cornish hen. Dude, dude, I had Cornish hen the other night. My Bro. wife made two of them in the crock pot. Oh, man, it just fell off the bones, man. Teach them. It Teach fell em. off the bones. Get the crock pot action going. Start cooking it around 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning. Get some oh, wild man. rice. Oh, man. I had, I, had, I had rice with, like, cheesy broccoli with it. Oh, man, it was the best yeah. thing. Man, you gonna make me you about to make me go get some Cornish hen right now. Man, tell so Danita put it in the crock pot. Oh man. Oh, I got one. I got one. It, it, it's the, man, you gave me an idea for the weekend. But well, yeah. Quarantine cuisine. That's what we talking about. We discussing what we've been cooking up during COVID-19. So uh Ian, I'm gonna let you have the floor, man. What, what you been cooking up? Man, I just I, got one 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 item, man. I I I ain't getting too fancy with it, you know what I'm saying? But I have invented a grilled cheese and pepper sandwich. Grilled cheese and pepper sandwich. Yes. So this is what I do. I take a grill. I, it's, it's like doing an, uh, a regular grilled cheese sandwich. You butter, you butter your bread on one end, put the grilled cheese in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lay, lay down one slice. I always do two slices. After you lay down that first slice, take some take some long peppers and by long peppers I mean the type of peppers that you find on a Polish hot dog you can find them at any grocery store they sell them by the jar and I cut up the peppers and I lay them down on the first slice of cheese and then I put the the second slice of cheese and the second slice of bread over that so the peppers are in between the two slices of cheese and then I make my grilled cheese sandwich and I bit into it and it was the best thing ever. It tasted like a, um, you ever had like, it tasted like a big jalapeno popper. 
that's what I was thinking. Like jalapeno poppers or or nachos with like you put two, you dip some not like this is what I do when I eat nachos. I take two nachos, I put the, the, the jalapenos in between it and I dip it in the cheese and just boom, eat it like like it's a sandwich. Yep, yep. But 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 I cooked the I cooked the peppers in between the two cheese slices. So every bite is is, is 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 crispy and cheesy and melty and spicy. Man, try it out, y'all. And if you wanna you wanna spice it up a little more, no jalapenos. Mmm. Nice, nice. It's great. It's great. But that's all I got. That's what's up. That's what's up. I, I have been on a uh cooking rampage myself. I've been shrimping it up lately, man. I've been uh buying a lot of shrimp doing little different things but i got i got something for i got a little thing i came up with for breakfast shouts out to us the youtube channel smoking and grilling with ab this dude is a beast it's like listening to your your uh drunk uncle uh that can cook (laughs) 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 but uh i made this uh southern style grits shrimp and grits southern style shrimp and grits dude uh basically what i did was i put the you know it's it's half uh chicken broth uh half cup of chip chicken broth half cup of of water and half cup of whipping cream throw in some creole seasoning some onion powder some uh some garlic powder some pepper mix that in whip that together don't use the instant Mm. grits don't use the instant grits use the old-fashioned uh, okay. grits don't use it just you know so it can cook slow um because if you get the instant grits it's not gonna be as effective so and man you just keep stirring and stirring you know how you cook grits keep stirring, <laughs> stirring add cheese you know get your shrimp going throw some shrimp on top of that you got shrimp southern you know southern shrimp and grits so that's uh okay. that's what i've been cooking up Man, my wife loves it, man. She she addicted to that. She like, man, you gonna make them grits this morning? Like, uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you gonna make that Cornish hen? <laughs> exactly. I ain't I I'm, I promise you, Ian, ever since I did that, I don't never, I never I have not eaten regular grits regular since. Like Really? I, I can't backtrack now. I can't backtrack. I might have to do that because like I just I'm not a grits person. Like I I'm an oatmeal guy, so I right, never my wife really, is too. I never really got into grits heavy in the end. Like I've had a lot of people serve me up shrimp and grits and like swearing by it. And I'm like, eh, I don't know about this. Eh, no, it ain't. No. This this right here, man, I, I I'm telling you, sent it sent it over the top. I'm I'm sitting there like, man, this is amazing. I'm never gonna make grits like the normal way again. Ever. Mm. Like this is yeah, and it's creamy. It's it's dude. It's it's nice, man. It's really good. And then, uh, man, I cracked open. Uh, I I got into the little, you know, made made me a little orange chicken, man. I got a little creative last night. Man. Oh snap! I had to break out the wok. I didn't even know I had a wok, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we was doing some deep cleaning. I was telling you, we was doing some deep cleaning Saturday. And Sunday of the apartment, man. Cause we was like, hey, found man. a walk. <laughs> and I found a walk, man. I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? When did we get this? And he was like, oh, we've been had this. I'm like, man, I watched that sucker down, man. You know, cause I don't know if Spiders was living in it. <laughs> right. 
maybe some orange chicken. Man, maybe some onye chicken. Maybe some fr- some rice. Put the, the orange chicken on top, man. Shoot, I was in bed. Nice, nice, nice. Just, just cut up some chicken tenderloins, man. Get you some. Mix up that sauce. And you good to go. Buy your little Tropicana orange juice to go in the sauce, man. Yeah, nice, nice. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try that. I don't, I don't think I got no walks lying around, but <laughs> <laughs> bro, I didn't either. Look, do a deep cleaner. You might find one. <laughs> right. All types of stuff, man. A lot of wedding gifts, man. Like sometimes you clean up and you find a wedding gift that you ain't. That's what looked it at was. Since you got it. That's what it was. It was a wedding. It probably was a wedding gift from somebody that I ain't even realizing. Shoot. I'm like, okay, let's 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 make use of this thing. Hey, real quick, real quick, Roddy, before we move on, I gotta ask you, man. What did your what did your congregation say about the those pics of Cookie Boy? The pics of Cookie Boy. The cookie monster, yeah. <laughs> oh bro, like the facial expressions. So I was the host. <laughs> So I was the host. It was for my personal feel. And everybody in my field service cool. We cool. You know, I be playing video. We be we be clowning. You know what I mean? So right, right. <laughs> we be clowning. So a good, a good feel. Well, I'm, I'm gonna get into that later. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I shared my screen. I was able to share my screen because I had forwarded it to my email so I can get it to my computer. So I was able to forward it to my computer. I put it up, shared my screen in the middle of the conversation. I didn't even tell nobody I was sharing my screen. Share my screen, the facial expressions. I wish I could have took a video of the facial expressions. It went from talking about how great God is to what in the world is that? Like everybody was like stank face. What is this? What is he doing? I was like, he eating a uh, fig new. Where is he at? At the meeting. They was like, what? <laughs> Dude, he ate like a good dozen of them like that. Dude, he ate a whole, he stayed like that the whole meeting? Most of the meeting. Like, I, I got a text from one of the hosts like, what is brother so-and-so doing? And then I like, I, I pinned his pit, his screen and he was just taking them to the face, man. Like, chewing them. I mean, he was like, he was playing airplane with them. Like, he was on them in his mouth and just chewing them. He was enjoying his life, man. He ate like 12 of them like, like that. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm like, if somebody text him or something? Oh my goodness. Help me. Help me, Lord. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, he yeah, must not listen to your do's and your Zoom do's and don'ts. Nah, nah, I'm willing to say he did. An <laughs> <laughs> uh, elder, which will go, uh, th- which I will not mention, uh, said, uh, I think you mentioned that he said uh, he should be grown in the trash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did say that. That's that's great, though, that, that you, 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 you was able to have a good laugh, though, with your, with your field service group. I, I thought about it, man. A good field service group. It's almost like a good basketball team. Oh, that, most definitely. You know, as 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 the as the field service group overseer, you're basically the coach. It's like you gotta you gotta rally the troops. You gotta keep everybody like on the up and up and positive and encouraged. And 
you know, your 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 assistant, you know, has to be on point and be able to step in. You know, you, you got you got your point guard, which is usually a pioneer sister. You know what I'm saying? She there all the time. You know, she 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 has the most dominant personality out of the group. You know, but you you can you can depend on her. You can depend on her. You know right. what I'm saying? To, to to run the offense. Exactly. You know. Hey, hey sister, can you collect can you collect the uh the, the, the not at home addresses when when we done with the territory? She got you, no problem. And your shooting guard. That's that's usually either a former pioneer or a future pioneer in the making. You know, they 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 right there too. And then you got your small forward. That's usually a solid brother. You know, he 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 a good third string brother. And you could you could train to take the lead with the group, you know, every so often. And then you got your power forward. That's usually a pioneer's best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, she might not be a pioneer, but she hang out with nothing but pioneers. You know, and, and 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 you know they can make they can make things happen out there. They can get, they they good for a nice a nice mid range uh, uh, shot. shot. <laughs> they, yep. they 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 can give you they can give you a good fifteen to twenty five any given night. Exactly. And then you got your center. Now that's your experienced pioneer. That's the one playing cl- playing cleanup, high efficiency rating. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You 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 get a return visit with a, with a young lady. You give it to her. She turned into a Bible study. Yep. You know, and then you got your sick, you then you got your your, your your six man, you know what I'm saying? Coming up off the bench. They might need a little encouragement, but once you get them in there, they, they do all right. Right. But yeah, man, good field service group, man. It's like a squad. It's like a basketball squad. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I, I like that uh I like that illustration. I like that illustration. And then you and got see, some brothers, they be trying to trade their good people and they don't even know it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, and yeah, that's what he took us to so and so because see, she I know she best friends with so with so and so. I'm like, yeah, but we're not basing the groups based off who's friends with who exactly. Yeah, all these other groups getting all the best people. My group stayed trash. Oh, uh, I'm like, dude, maybe you a bad coach, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you coach Mike Van Tony, coach a team, bro, coach a team. You know that's what you it have, is, man. You got to get those ones off the bench. You get them the ones you got to really work on. The ones that's on the bench, don't worry about your starters. Your starters gonna be all right. Yeah, they they be quick to trade off friends that are a little rough around the edges. But then you get them and you be like, man, I got me a, a steal here. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, they out like, every day. I got me a most improved player. Like, <laughs> I, I I I I log in to Zoom late. I'm like, oh man. I'm, I, Oh, oh, log in. The the pioneer sister conducting a meeting for field service. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the gift. <laughs> right, or, or just somebody that like you think, oh, you can't train this brother, blah blah blah, and then you get them in, and like they they just blossom. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, you know, all they need is a little, you know, a little encouragement. Spend a little time with them. Do some shepherding calls. You know, hear them out. Let them, let them talk about whatever's on their mind, man. Next thing you know, you got you an all star. That that another coach just just traded away. Like, all right. <laughs> Terrible. You know, Jeff Jeff Van Gundy in it out here. Van Sam Van Gundy in it out here. Oh, Stan Van Gundy, the master of panic. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. 
my mouse has been acting up so bad during this whole podcast. I don't know what's going on. I'm about to look into this. But anyway, going into our awards, man. Got any awards for the essence of Otis? Yes. Uh, I'm going to grab my notes real quick. Hold on one second. All right. Essence of Otis, man. Montrez Harrell. Mm. Okay. Um, you know, talking all sideways about the Clippers and whatnot, out of heat with the Lakers. And that's what I do. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Montrez. You you was garbage in the bubble. Um, you know, I know you were the sixth man of the year and, and everything, but like, dude, the Lakers got you to play keep away from the Clippers. That's that's why they got you. And they didn't even pay you that much money. Right. So he's my he's my uh he, he's getting my oldest award. Well, my essence of Otis award goes to the Charlotte Hornets. Um, the, the I'm I'm here to stop. I'm I'm say that I say that because I'm here to stop the Charlotte Hornets hype train before it gets started. I understand that they have a ball on their team now. I know everybody's saying, "Oh, he's better than Lonzo. La- Lamelo is better than Lonzo." And they got Jordan struck. You know, he finally got the player that's going to save the franchise. Listen, the Hornets. They're basing this off what? Dude, this hype train, ain't nobody coming to see the Hornets. Ain't nobody still coming to see the Hornets. Regardless of having LaMelo, regardless of having Gordon Hayward added to your team, the Hornets are still going to be trash. This is this is. Well, I don't know if they're gonna be trash. I think they'll be better than they were last year. But do I mean Terry Rozier and Lamelo play the same position, don't they? Uh, well, he could he can move over to the the two, um, Lamelo. But is he gonna do that? And is Terry Rozier Terry Rozier is more of a scoring point guard anyway, so it might work out. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You ever seen Kenan Thompson's impression of uh, um, LeVar Ball? Uh-uh. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to send that to you. Yeah, send that to me. Send that to me. <laughs> Cuddy Award. What you got? Cuddy Award. I got uh, I got Bogdanovich for knocking the, um, knocking the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, hopes of being a, a, a real contender down the stairs by signing with the Hawks instead and backing out that deal. They gave up way too much for Drew Holiday. Yeah. They should have just gave up Bledsoe and just left it at that. Yeah. You're going to give up George Hill, Bledsoe, and the three picks? And you're only getting in return Drew Holiday? Now I like Drew Holiday, but come on, man. Yeah, it, I, like I said, this is just the beginning of the end for Giannis's tenure with Milwaukee. That's all this is. No, I don't. I don't see. Any, I don't see Mil. I don't see him in the Milwaukee uniform past 2021. No, not at all. Uh, my Cuddy Award goes to the Lakers, man. I mean, all the moves that they made, and you know, just continue Good to call. Huh? I said good call. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they just they they they're literally stomping 
they not they not only knock knock them down the stairs, but man, they they taking it all the way cutting, putting the gun to the face, <laughs> everything <laughs> to the Clippers. So, <laughs> shouts out to the Lakers, man. I mean, they they making the moves, they trying to repeat. So. And I feel like they're better this year than they was last year with these moves. I do. I do, too. They got rid of all the goofies, dude. They got rid got of Dwight rid of Howard. JaVale they got McGee. rid of JaVale McGee. They got rid of, like, uh, who's the other dude? I got, to my knowledge, they haven't re-signed JR, so. No, no JR, no Jared Dudley, even though he wasn't a goofy. He was just a, you know, veteran guy that you have on the team. But, hey, you know, none of these goofy. I ain't hear about Deion Waiters either, so. Yeah, no Deion Waiters. It's like they yeah, they got rid of all the goofies. Yeah, I, I like the moves that they made. Uh, you played yourself award. My played yourself award goes to the Cincinnati Bungles, man. And I know you ain't really been paying attention to the NFL, but the Bungles, man. These cle- these Ohio football teams, man. <laughs> they they drive me nuts. How you draft a quarterback at number one you know you got a trash offensive line and you continue to play this man and this man gets his knee broken knee busted up he's gotten hit a rookie almost a rookie record 72 times he was Wait, on who is this who is this we're talking about joe burrow joe bureau he was from uh he played in lsu uh won a national championship with them. He was their first pick, and uh, he was the number one draft pick, and now he's got a, a torn ACL and a busted-up knee. And uh, some other parts are damaged along with the ACL because the fact that this man constantly gets hit every game because they don't have – because the front office was too cheap to get uh, offensive line to protect this dude. Like, this li- this dude literally hikes the ball and somebody's in his grill every down. Every down. And this oh, is wow. how – this is what you do. You – you. I mean, most – most – most teams <laughs> – most teams – and I know he was a number one pick and you got to put him out there. But if you knew you had a trash offensive line – I would have I would have signed a free agent veteran to start in place of him so that he can kind of learn the ropes and everything. And then if the veteran turns out to not work out, then you put him out there and see what he can do. Or if the if the offensive line is so trash that you like, all right, I don't want this to mess up our investment on this first pick, then take this season, trash it, get an offensive lineman in the first round so that you can build up your line to protect your your rookie. I mean, th- I I've always been a believer of your your quarterback is as good as your offensive line, and if your line is trash, yeah, your yeah. quarterback gonna be trash. And that's and that's the whole ordeal. So, Bungles, you get this award, man. Y'all played yourself. Okay, my, my you played yourself award, Dwight Howard. <laughs> he keeps winning oh. awards on this show. I tell you, going to text, going to tweet out. Hey, I'm coming back to the to the purple and gold. And three hours later, oh, I'm signing with Philly. Ain't get your goofy behind out of here, man. Like they they probably was like, oh no, you not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh man. Yeah, that's 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 why you played yourself. Uh I a milk card award. I actually don't have one. I, I have I don't have nothing for this one either. It's a shame award, man. Man's ghost. It's a shame what happened to Clay Thompson, man. Dude, he was on my. He's 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 my winner too. He's my oh, winner man. too. Yeah, no one no one deserves to win this award more than Clay Thompson, right now, man. That sucks, dude. I I, I want this. Why? God dang shame what happened to Clay. I, like. I want this to happen to players I don't like. Yeah, why can't this happen to like James Harden or Russell Westbrook? <laughs> And as much as people hated the Warriors back in when they were, you know, dominating and everything, Clay Thompson, a lot of people did like Clay Thompson. Like Clay Thompson was like the only good guy that people gravitated towards and gave, you know, a lot of props to when they were. Right. Yeah. Dr- Draymond was the big lightning rod for hate. Right. Exactly. Exactly. They hated him because he was a, he had a you know he talked a lot had a big mouth they didn't like his evil dark skin energy or whatever you want to call it but then but then they hated uh, Steph Curry for his light skin energy right <laughs> and his beautiful family you know like it was like school days all over again right right they hated both of them like but Clay yeah Clay I right. no nah, man game in fact we in fact we gonna try to get Clay on the Lakers. I will say this, man. Everybody talk about. I hate when people say, "Oh, Kevin Durant ruined the league and all this other stuff." No, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Clay Thompson ruined the league. You know why? Because if it wasn't for his Game Six performance against the Oklahoma City Thunder in that playoffs when they were down three games to one or three games to two, we probably don't see Kevin Durant in a Golden State uniform. That, and that's been my belief for a long time. Yeah, but, but but KD still had to pull the trigger on that decision. He does, he does. But who knows what would have happened if he would have, if he if they would have beat the Warriors and went on to beat Cleveland in the finals. Hey, who knows, you know? But but then Cleveland could have changed that too, you know. LeBron, yeah, he would have lost to LeBron again. Then he probably would have went to Golden State. But Clay Thompson, hey. Get better, man. Hope you, hope you get better soon. Yep. But uh, that will do it for our show, man. Uh, oh, real last... quick, real quick, real quick. Last one, last word. Did you see that video? <laughs> I'm gonna probably have to, I don't know if I'll send this to you too. That video of Kawhi Leonard, like, like in a karate outfit, like breaking boards. <laughs> Have you seen this? No, I haven't. But you gotta send me that. I'm sending it to you. And what he says in the video is hilarious. It's Kawhi Leonard, karate <laughs> style. And then he just starts breaking boards in half with his big old hands. He's like, he's like wearing a gi and everything. What? Yeah. And he's just breaking boards in half. Karate style. <laughs> hey, we gonna end it on that note, man. <laughs> Send me that video, dude. Send oh, me absolutely. That. Absolutely. Everybody, have a great weekend out there. Um, Bob's and stuff will be back for season nine. Reloaded. We've got great topics coming up, great album re- uh, face offs. Um, have a great weekend, man. Get out there, do some preaching, write some letters. Perfect. Don't be lying on your time. Exactly. And, and stay, stay clear of the wrong. By the way, 
new Rod the Magnificent song is dropping soon. <laughs> and then, you, know, you, I will definitely be sending that to you, Ian, pretty soon. Please, please. <laughs> I showed my parents that video you did with the um, with the uh, 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 witnessing at the at the beginning of the pandemic versus now. <laughs> Dude, they was rolling, man. <laughs> With the slum village. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is it's definitely uh it definitely got a lot of love, man. I showed my like, Are you ready to get baptized now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I showed my CO, man. My CO loved it, dude. He was he was <laughs> cracking up, man. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna show my CO when he comes back. Hey man, that it's getting around, sir. It's getting around. It, it, it got around pretty quick, so I didn't expect it to blow up like that. But hey, it is what it is. I'm glad everybody enjoyed it. That was that was that was hilarious, man, and accurate. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I just want to encourage people. Hey, man, don't be afraid of telephones, man. Just, just do it. They were like a minister, man. I'm, I'm straight homie. <laughs> <laughs> you hit him with that horn. <laughs> That prize is right. Right, the salty horn. <laughs> yep. Yeah, oh, man. But yeah, I appreciate it. Everybody listening. Uh, we'll see y'all on the next one. Thanks for tuning in. Absolutely. Check out this David Ruffin. He gonna take us out, out, out on the show. Ain't nobody coming to see nobody. <laughs> 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 Including you, Otis. <laughs> yeah. All right, peace, peace, peace.
like this. Now either you gonna straighten up or we letting you go. Dude. You all right with that? I'll miss you. But not if you're hurting the group. Hurting the group? I'm the best thing ever happened to this damn group. Nobody's bigger than the group. <sighs> Y'all ain't stupid. I'm the one selling the records. They coming to see me. They coming to see the temptations. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. 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 Otis.